Greetings. Welcome once again to the podcast, Nature is Our Greatest Teacher. This is Metamorphosis, the Black Butterfly, and I'm glad to be with you on this beautiful Sunday evening. Uh, Just finished playing some hoops with some friends. The sun is high above, is shining real bright. I've gotten on my knees to the Creator and asked Him to give me the wisdom that I need in order to disperse it to you today. So with that said, this is really part two of the series, Seasons, Winter and Spring. Um, The first series, uh, or the first episode in this series, we talked about how the actual winter itself, the, the force of nature and a lot of the things that we have to do in order to physically make it through the winter, um, the challenges we face in terms of uh, the snow, the wind, the blizzards, um, the ice, the cold, You know, the cold winter nights or the cold winter days, depending on what region of the country you're in. And I'm pretty sure I don't have to go into too much detail for people to understand what the physical force of nature brings uh, when we're in that season. Um, Also, we talked about spring. And how spring brings about uh, such a beautiful change that you can't help but notice how nature responds to it. So when I gave the example of how nature submits to winter, to the force of winter, I also like to give the example of how spring submits to the Creator when the sun is out and shining and how nature, the flowers and the trees and everything just blooms and opens up. It reminds us that through the Creator's enormous love for us, as much as we destroy the planet and destroy each other, socially, economically, in every kind of way you want to think of, that the Creator still shows His love because the sun is our greatest benefactor. So what I wanted to do today is, and oh, before I forget, uh, one of the greatest examples of this is the caterpillar and the uh, butterfly metaphor. Um, As I said in my book, The Cocoon Experience, is that we must have a cocoon experience, and even in nature that happens. If the caterpillar doesn't make it through the winter, then he certainly won't become a butterfly in the spring. And in the same applies to us. Because nature is our greatest teacher if we would only heed to the lessons of nature. Um, Sometimes people think that artificial intelligence is the greatest intelligence. I'm here to tell you that it's not. Okay, man's intelligence could never supersede the Creator's intelligence. And you should know that if you're over the age of 12. 
Um, so what I like to do is just to point out um, and bring to you the real power of the seasons as it applies to us mentally and spiritually. And again, in the first episode, I talked to you about the natural force of nature, how the creatrix spirit through the wind is strong, it cannot be denied. When you put that force with the snow, with the cold weather, with the rain, it becomes a lethal force. It becomes so powerful that a blizzard forces everything to shut down in nature. And that's the power of the creatrix spirit. Now, I just want to focus on the mental aspect of the seasons and what they teach us through nature. In winter, mentally, there are a lot of depressed people or there's the spirit of depression in which a lot of people, um, they look at the world and they look at the ills of the world and they look at all the problems that exist in the world and they can't see a brighter future. Well, all you have to do is look at when a seed is placed in the ground. If, if that seed doesn't grow, if that seed doesn't get sunshine and rain and is planted in fertile soil, it will not germinate. And that's an important lesson for us mentally because you have to give your mind mental stimulation through nature. It can't be done artificially and that's why so many people are in a state of depression. You're looking for these devices to provide something for you that only can be done or provided to you mentally through nature and that includes people. So at the end of the day, we must go back to people. We must go back to um, understanding the value that each person has to us in our personal lives, in our business lives, in our social lives. Um, One of the things that this hate mentality has produced is it has severed the relationships that many people used to have because they're now looking at people through the lens of hate. Um, Again, let's look at what mentally hate produces and what it produces during the mindset of winter. First and foremost, it produces a state of depression. It also produces a state of hopelessness and a mindset that, you know, you can never um, come out of the conditions that you're under or the circumstances you're faced with. Well, again, if you're looking at artificial intelligence to provide that mental stimulation that you need to exceed in life, and by exceeding, I don't mean materialistically, I'm talking about having a healthy, 
and holistic uh, mind, body, and spirit. The other things that mentally affect us in the winter mindset, which is fueled through hate, is deception, manipulation, envy, jealousy, confusion, and strife with your fellow man and woman. So the first thing that you have to do, and you know, again, I'm not gonna get into the religious uh, uh, ideology and verbiage, but this whole idea about repenting, um, it puts people in, in a state of worthlessness. What are you repenting for or who are you repenting to? The Creator is not asking you to, to repent of anything. The Creator is asking you to put forth the fruits of love, peace, joy, happiness, kindness, okay? These are the fruits of the Spirit and you see it in the earth. Again, nature is our greatest teacher. If the Creator did not provide fruits and vegetables for us and seeds to eat, then our bodies and our immune systems could not fight against this particular um, onslaught that is coming at us mentally, physically, and spiritually. But I would like to direct your attention to one of our great teachers and physicians, Dr. Arthur Lewis. Um, where he does a video on the health care of the black community, Dr. Arthur Lewis. And what we have to do is, and, and this is so important, if you don't want to do it, do it for the children. You know, they deserve an opportunity to have a better world than what we have given them. So again, you know, my question is, when you are in this state of depression, and when you are in this winter mindset mentally, do, all you have to do is look at nature. Nature shifts from winter to spring. We haven't even talked about summertime, which is summertime is the, mana, the true manifestation of the created through the sun. So, the way that you come out of this mental mindset of the winter is to look at what the creatrix spirit does through, through the spring. Okay? The caterpillar becomes the butterfly. The roses begin to bloom. The birds come out and, and they begin to chirp and praise the creator. They're singing a new song. The animals are happy. They're out and about. It's only, <laughs> it's only human beings that I, I've never seen a depressed cat or a depressed dog, have you? I've never seen a depressed bird. But yet we're supposed to have dominion according to religion over the earth over the other creatures. How is that so when we don't even have dominion over our own mind? 
So again, I want to close with, with the fact that there are many examples in nature through the seasons that show us that you, you have to take the lead mentally and doing other things. Now, this is something else that I learned from my mother because when springtime came, that's when all the house cleaning began. And even to this day, this is why I don't have a whole lot of clothes or material possessions. I just don't. Because the things that I have and I recycle, I either take to the shelter or I give to people that I see in the street. You know, you're hoarding all this stuff. You can't take it with you when you ascend. But we have to go back to the elementary um, education that we did not receive through being miseducated and brainwashed. We have the power to change our conditions. But as long as you see people through material eyes or see their value through material possessions, things will never change. So I challenge you today to go out, to speak truth to people. Speak truth to power. Speak truth to people that you meet. One of the greatest things that I've ever heard from Dr. Wayne Dwyer, Dyer, rest in peace, was a quote that I use very often. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And the only way that can happen is that you remove all of these weights that's holding you down that makes you think it gives you value. It does not. And this is where the winter mindset and mentality is destroying the very fabric of our society and our people. So now we move into spring. As I sit here and I look at these little white flowers that bloom, you don't see them until the springtime. You see the grass is green, it's fresh looking, everything is responding to the sun. So you can call me a sun worshiper if you want to. I don't mind because I do worship the sun because the creator put it here for a reason. And it is the greatest representation that we have on earth of the creator. Now I can't help it if you don't like the sun. That's not my issue. I'm not the creator, I didn't create you. But certainly spring shows us that if we just get out look at life differently, look at nature differently. It will even change things socioeconomically. But certainly, we must have a cocoon experience because if we don't and we continue the same old ways and the same old systems, we will be destroyed. But I'm here to tell you today that the greatest possession that we have is our spirit. This is where the brainwashing has destroyed people and put them in a winter mindset. Now you can worship whoever you want or whatever you want. 
But the one thing that is consistent with the creator of the universe is he has shown us through nature how to love. He has shown us through nature because you, when you look at the roses and when you look at the magnificent blue skyline and you, you just look. I, I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was young, one of the scriptures that I really, really loved was, well, there were two of them in particular. One is, only a fool can say that there is no God. Well, that's the terminology that they use. For me, a God is an image that is created by man and an entity and symbols and uh, religious verbiage that we use. But for me, you're a fool if you don't see that the Creator exists. The other scripture that, and I even to this day that I enjoy, um, it came from Proverbs, I think it was 4 and 23, and it said, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it comes the issues of life. Now, you might say, well, why is he quoting scriptures if he doesn't believe in religion? Because it's not so much as, and it's not just, you have to understand that all of these sayings originally came from the original source in Kemet. So no matter how you um, word these sayings, we know that its original meaning meant that there is no greater force than the Creator, and you can see it through His creation. And if you can't see it, then something seriously is wrong with you mentally and spiritually. So as we move into the springtime, one of the things that we must focus on is what, what we're doing to change our destiny. And we have the power to change our destiny if we change our thinking. And this is what springtime teaches us through nature. If your spirit does not respond to the fruits of God's spirit, then you're going to die. You're going to stay in a continual spirit of winter and of hate. And, and if you don't want to change, do it for the children. You know, over the last, I would say over the last 10 years, I really have begun to understand how important it is for us to teach the children a new way. Because the system that they are currently under, you take education in the schools. There is a reason why the Creator is resetting this now. Many of our children need to be homeschooled, but because we're so caught up into the illusionary world, we don't want to take the time to teach them. Now, I'm not judging anybody to pay bills and everything like that, but it's funny about human behavior. The things that we really want, we find time to do them. 
<laughs> that, you know, that's why you can tell from people's behavior what, how they really feel. It doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth. It's your behavior tells everything. And so, finally, our spirit is greater than everything that exists in this physical universe. We can do amazing things through our spirit. The problem is that our spirits have been hijacked through emotions because we want to feel desires rather than the true spirit. And, and we don't even get, I'll give you a perfect example before I wrap up spring. We don't get satisfaction from seeing other people that, you know, blossom and benefit from our efforts. We have become so selfish that we're locked in a vortex of winter, the energy of winter that we can't even, we don't even get any satisfaction or gratification out of helping others anymore. And this process has to begin with your spirit. You have to look in the mirror and you have to, as Michael Jackson said, you have to, it starts with the man or woman in the mirror. Who do you want to be? Why do you want to be? What do you want to be? And does that include other people? because if it doesn't, you're not gonna go very far. So get out, enjoy the springtime, get some fresh air, let those lungs pump. Remember, you do have to wear masks and distance yourself from others, but you can't stop living. You can't shut down your life because the truth is, viruses have always been with us and they always will be. So, as I leave you today, I just want to leave you with, with this thought. That if you never uplift your mind and your spirit, and you never try to change things from the way they were, if you never perceive the world any differently, then you will continue to experience wintertime in your physical, mental, and spiritual existence.